0: I have an emergency. What is your location? I can't fly, I can't this. Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul. Yes, indeed. In Leviticus. 17 verse 11 we read the life of the flesh is in the blood and i have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your sin for it is the blood that makes atonement for sin then in verse 14 he says again for for it is the life of all flesh its blood sustains its life therefore i said to the children of Israel you shall not eat the blood of any flesh for the life of the flesh is in its blood whatever eat, whoever eats of it shall be shall be cut off so the blood here is a carrier of, of the life when you cut off the blood you cut off the life okay when you uh, cut off the, the the blood you cut off he says the its blood sustains its life so when you're cutting off the blood shedding blood, even eating blood, you're cutting off the life of that person. Now, how many lives have we cut off? How much blood have we shed? And in shedding the blood, we've cut off their life and they cease to live on this planet. They're dead. They're, they're gone. They're vacuumed out. They're suctioned out. They're uh, aborted. How many children have given their lives, even as little ones, to sustain the wicked beyond description, abomination of people who suck their blood, use their adrenochrome. Um, these things are common knowledge now. If you don't know them, if you haven't heard these, you're not listening to the rights. Uh, you're not listening to the people who are telling you some things that are very important. Anyway, so we have blood for blood. Now think about this and. Satan is he. He doesn't color outside of the lines. He's a legalist. He's a religionist. He enforces the law to the T, to the letter, and that's why it's blood for blood. So just think about that. What have we done for the last um, since uh, Roe versus Wade? I think it was uh, in um, two thousand or nineteen seventy two, something nineteen seventy three. One of one of those. We have shed millions and millions and millions of innocent baby babies' bloods. All over the place. And this is nothing new. The human beings have sacrificed other human beings, especially the little ones, the precious ones, the innocent ones, since the beginning of time. They've done it to their, to get sacrificed to their, their evil, wicked gods as uh, peace offerings, as uh, uh, to make a deal with the devil. Okay, I'll give you this, my most precious thing, my son, my daughter, and their blood, their life so that you will give me a good life, so that you will bless me with rain and fertility and good prosperous crops and etc. This is always people have been making deals with the devil forever um, and their pagan gods and thinking this is good. This is what we do. Now that wasn't true in the Hebrew culture. They were the only ones who did not do that except for that one time when God asked Abraham, and that's another story we will go into a different time. It wasn't God, it was Satan provoking God to provoke Abraham to see what he would do um, but the point is that, that we have not in our culture seen it as a Christian godly thing to do to sacrifice our children. And yet we have given passive agreement by turning our head, turning the other way, not looking at it, not dealing with it, or, you know, protesting mildly, but we continue to do it continued for many, many years, decades now to just let planned parenthood and various other things just do what they do. And all these children are offered on the sacrifices, uh, on the altar of selfishness or inconvenience or fear. I can't do this. And I'm not coming against the women who've had abortions or the men who prompted them to do it. You can be forgiven for that. So don't take that to your grave and let Satan beat you up forever over that. Get, get straightened out with God. Confess the sin. Repent. And receive the blessing that he gave you in that child. Uh, Give them a name and look forward to meeting them in heaven. Okay, that's a blessing. God works all things together for good. He knew what Satan was doing. He knew under the conditions and circumstances you were in. He knew ahead of time from the foundation of the world what you would do. And many, many, many have done this, obviously. Some have been forced to do it. But the, the point is, we have now the two issues that are coming up as side effects or symptoms, symptoms or consequences of the shot and people being near those who have it are things that are related to blood and reproduction. So doesn't that kind of give you a curious question? As, okay, what's this all about? Now the Bible says the curse without a cause does not come. So there's got to be a cause for this transmission. And isn't it interesting too that they call this, this uh, mysterious kind of transmission of side effects the shedding? Isn't that interesting? Even that we call it the shedding, and and it refers back to the shedding of blood. And so, what are we going to do about this abomination? This blood blood on our hands. We we look at people and we make judgments, but all of us are of the same. Um, we're in this together. We are not all the same in what we've decided to do about what we're in. But we must understand that I do not need to judge you for what you did. I. If you, if you offended me or took something that was mine, I would present that crime to the judge and let him decide, let him deal with it because the court of heaven is righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne and God is a righteous judge. And all of these things, every horrible, terrible, unfair thing that you've suffered is going to be taken care of in the judgment, if not before. And so, but for now, what are we going to do? Because everybody is all mixed together. They have done this to us. Satan has done this to us. The God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. And we have been foolish, most of us. Truth has fallen in the street backwards, you know, and equity. And all of these things that we have just taken for granted, just, you know, went along our merry little way, trying to have a good life, our best life now, et cetera, et cetera and not done due diligence or not taken um, uh, these serious matters before the Lord, um, and what does God say? He says, if you will confess your iniquity and the iniquity of your fathers which is with you, then I will restore the covenant. That's Leviticus 26, 39 through 40. But we have just said, well, you know, we're in the New Testament now. It's all into the blood. Um, Satan still is operating in the Old Testament. He still is operating under the uh, demonic retributions, demonic judgments that he always has. He's going to bring justice and fairness by, you know, black and white, you did it to them, now they get to do it to you kind of thing. And this is this is his justice. We want to get righteous justice and forgiveness. So we have to understand this. The Old Testament law is still ruling the world because the God of this world is still ruling the world. And we have, as righteous believers in Jesus Christ, know that our righteousness, our forgiveness, comes through not being right but through the righteous of Jesus Christ, through the righteousness of his blood. His blood is our righteousness. His blood was shed. His life was given so that we could be forgiven. And so now when we see these side effects, we see this disaster coming upon us, um, and you know, oftentimes the, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the abortion, the uterus is the targeted location. Think about that, obviously. Uh, it's the location of the abortion or the, the, the site of the crime the crime scene, um, and the blood of the children, um, the blood of the, the martyrs in revelations, uh, this, the fifth, I think it is the fifth seal. Uh, the blood of the martyrs is crying out from the altar saying, God, when will you avenge our blood? Well, part of that blood, not only are the many, many martyrs who we think of that were killed, uh, by the lions and thrown into the various terrible circumstances where they were killed, but the blood of the babies, the blood of the martyrs, the innocents, the blood of the children. They're crying out. Even, you know, you say, well, I don't get that. Well, remember when Cain killed Abel. What We go back to Genesis, you get the first picture of whatever you're looking at. It all starts basically there. And God said to Cain, he says, the blood of Abel is crying out from the ground. So the, 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 the bloodshed, the crime scene, the blood, his life was crying out from the ground for justice, for retribution, for, um, you know, for this thing to be dealt with. And God says his blood is crying out to the ground. And so when God realized that, and not realized, that's a bad word, God knew um, what was happening and explained it to Cain, he said, okay, I'm going to have to do something here because if I don't do something here, Satan is going to do something here. So, that's why God cursed the ground. That's why the thistles come. That's why um, the sweat of our brow becomes part of the curse. Because the ground for Cain, anyway, was not going to bring forth vegetation easily. He was going to have to dig out the thistles. He was going to have to sweat and work hard to get the the the, the ground to bring forth his food. And so God cursed the ground rather than letting Satan curse Cain. Because if if Satan would have cursed Cain... And he did. He tried to, you know, mark his DNA with, and he did. He marked his DNA with that sin, but God marked his forehead to mark him, so that Satan couldn't directly kill Cain. I don't know if this makes sense to you, but it makes perfect sense to me. And if you'd like to understand more, just get the the, a copy of the Case for Justice. It's a very good book. And if you want to understand why God is, you know how can a good God do all these bad things and bring all these curses and whatnot? You really need to read that book and you need to put the devil in the equation so that you can truly understand God is not bipolar. God is not inconsistent. God does not contradict himself. God does not go against his own love, his own nature, uh, to get even with us or to teach us a lesson. God does not do that. But Satan is constantly setting us up to believe God is the one doing that. God is mad at us and God is is punishing us. So then Satan gets us to feel bad and guilty that we deserve to be punished. So then we're open and agreeable to this demonic judgment coming upon us to punish us for feeling and doing something bad, wrong, whatever. But what we did was we listened to the lie and we went forward with what we thought was or would be a good solution. So Satan gave us the solution, but when we use his solution, we also bring ultimately James one fourteen fifteen. 15, It brings forth sin. Sin brings forth death. So what is happening here is that Satan is setting us up to to listen to him. Then he gets to punish us for disobeying God. And then he gets us to make us think that it's God punishing us for disobeying God when God already knew we were going to disobey him. But we did not get it. We thought, God's mad at me. Therefore, I'm alienated from God, abandoned by God. God's mad at me. How can I go to God for healing now? Uh, because Because Satan knows it is the love, 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 love of God that heals us. It's not being perfect. It's not being sinless. It's not doing everything right. It's not never doing anything wrong. It's not even truth that heals us. Yes, truth can heal us because it brings forth the revelation of God's love, which brings forth freedom. But so Satan does not want us to know that God forgives, God loves, and we can have forgiveness because Satan doesn't want us to know how terrible it is down here. So he makes it look like everything's wonderful. And, of course, God has given us a beautiful place. There are many beautiful places and many beautiful uh, confirmations of God's love, but many of us are in terrible places, and then we wonder why and how we got there. But all of this to say that there's a, there's a, an, an agenda going on here uh, to destroy us. So the, the womb, the uterus, the placenta have been the places... Where the blood has been shed um, And also to Interesting enough that um, The demonic retribution In his demonic judgments The consequences are similar So when they created this Substance, this concoction To inject into us Because we are afraid We are doing this out of fear if we did it And whatever you do out of fear You're listening to the liar, the fearful one And not trusting the Lord You're looking for safety and you believe just like they did in the olden days, if I offer my precious baby, Satan will be good to me, Satan will help me out here. so we have bought into that lie and now become um, you know eligible for Satan's demonic judgments because we shed blood, and so the blood um, side effects consequences symptoms are coming upon us i It's interesting, you know, just look around. You'll, you'll, hear, you'll start to hear the stories. Little boys going to school whose noses are starting to bleed all the time in third grade. Uh, people who are um, having their third period in the month and they can't stop bleeding. You start listening and you will hear this terror that's coming about. So you say, oh my God, what are we going to do about it? Well, what, do we, what did God say to do? So instead of asking for um, you know, it's the doctor some solution, some pill... Some quick fix. We need to go back to the Lord and confess the abomination, the shedding of innocent blood. We can go before the court of heaven and say, God, this, if you read Deuteronomy 27 and 8, chapters 27 to 28 you will find that as they hardened them, their hearts more and more towards God, their consequences got worse and worse. We are in the worst end of those consequences coming upon this earth because we have defied, we have rebelled, we have broken every one of God's laws consistently since the beginning to try to modify or make our own way, do our own thing. And ultimately, Satan wants to lead us to believe that we can have Uh, eternity, eternity, divine, eternal existence without God. We can have salvation without God. Uh, He can give us a a plan where we'll never die. This is moving us into transhumanism, humanism 2.0, cyborgs. We're we're like maybe um, uh, a few, maybe 10 years away from this, maybe uh, not even that long. There's an interesting verse in the Bible. We're talking about, we're culminating now. We're coming to the end. We're coming. We said, oh, 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 maybe we've got a few more years. Oh, maybe we can push this thing back. Oh, maybe we can get back to normal. I'm sorry to tell you, I don't even want to go back to normal because normal wasn't normal. Normal was a lie. And if we have to go back and start over again, then we just have to do this part of the t- of the, of the uh, journey again. Let's just go forward and get this thing over with, is what I say. But in in, um, in 24 of Matthew, there's a, that's the... the chapter that Jesus talks about with the uh, the coming tribulation, the end of the world, the destruction of the temple. And in there, he has an interesting little piece in uh, 24, uh, 21. He says, For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until the, until this time, nor shall ever be. Verse 22. And unless those days be shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, Those days will be shortened. What does that mean? The elect's sake, shortening the days. No flesh will be saved. Well, let's look at it for a second here. What do we understand about flesh? Human, humanness, humanity. What they're trying to, Satan hates your DNA. He wants to change you into something else that is not eligible for salvation. And make you think that if you do this, take this vaccination, add this modification, you know, adopt this allow this, uh, this hydrogel, this nanobot, this whatever, to come in, uh, you will be uh, eternal. You will be glorified. You will not have to die. But that's not what God says. He says, if the, reading this verse um, out of the Amplified, verse 22, And if those days had not been shortened, no human being would endure and survive. But for the sake of the elect... God's chosen ones, those days will be shortened. No flesh, no DNA, no human DNA will survive the onslaught of Satan's hatred and contempt for those who carried the image of God, except for God's intervention. And so we understand that Satan isn't just after depopulating the earth. He is for removing human beings through, you know, strategically destroying their DNA. And I believe he has done it. I believe he's actually seduced, overcome, deceived a major portion of this earth into taking his solution, his remedy, for something that, honest to God, exists. But there isn't a deadly outcome if the Lord is put in your life in that place of healing and deliverance. I'm not saying people didn't die. I'm not taking, don't take offense. Many people died innocently, but not at the hand of, of God. They died at the hand of fear and demonic plotting. Now you can get offended and stop right there and say, I'm not going to listen to her. Don't listen. Da, 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 da. Whatever if you if that's the only place if that's where you have to stop then stop but if you have courage to keep going then listen to what we need to do here we need to repent we need to confess we need to get back on track with God we need to know that the word of God is the only way out of this the only way to survive the eternal damnation satan has plotted and planned for many is through the word of God through salvation through Jesus Christ through repentance there are many people you know, that are going to die from here on out. I believe my opinion, but I don't think it's my opinion only. And, and and there's even verses that say, blessed are those who die from now on in the Lord. Blessed are those who die from now on in the Lord. Okay, what does that mean? That means, praise God, they're out of here. Praise God, they're safe. But for those of us who are yet remain and are called to be warriors and called to stand, take up the word of God. Declare, bind, loose, declare, pray, intercede, come before the court of heaven, even as we're going to do right now. And let us, okay, let's not make excuses. Blood was shed. Maybe it wasn't your baby's blood. Maybe it wasn't your grandchild's blood, or maybe it was. But let us confess these things. Father God, we come before you right now as your, as yours. And we ask for forgiveness. We, a- we ask for your mercy. We ask for the divine intervention of your Holy Spirit to deliver us from this present evil world, even the attack that's been made upon us by the enemy, even as we have been unsuspecting, naive, and, un- and-, and-, and unattentive. We now see these things coming, even as the devil is bringing his demonic judgments upon us. We come before the throne of grace, to find help in time of trouble. You said, come boldly before the throne. We come boldly in this moment of emergency. And we ask, we petition for your mercy. We ask, Lord God, that you would hear our prayer. We confess the sins of of bloodshed, blood guilt, uh, abortions, murder, violence, hatred even. Hatred is another form of murder. Father, we we confess these sins that we have harbored in our hearts, that we have entertained, that we've allowed Satan to put in our minds and hearts that we have acted upon, that we've allowed Satan to act through us upon. We confess them as an abomination. We ask for mercy. We ask for your forgiveness. And we repent. We ask that you turn us around, that we would come into the full place of repentance and cleansing. Remove this blood guilt from us. Remove the spirit, the transmission of blood guilt that's come down our bloodlines and now is coming even into the midst of us this blood guilt, this transmission of these symptoms and side effects and bloody uh, scenarios of of trouble and trauma that are coming through the curse of blood guilt. You're guilty, therefore you shed blood, therefore your blood gets to be shed. And Father, even as we have ingested, some have ingested the aborted baby uh, parts or placentas or whatever, even as we've pushed the babies out of the womb, they're now coming back with a vengeance to bring their petition before you Lord God for the for the uh, retribution that their blood would be um uh honored that their injustice their life that was taken will be brought to justice Lord God and so how shocking it is that we've even used those various things and and what else is in there Lord we we don't know some of the greater minds among us have done looked into this and and are giving us shocking reports. The DNA is being unhooked. It's being tampered with. It's being changed. Uh, Our bodies are being turned against ourselves. Our own immune systems are being set up against ourselves. And you say, I'm terrified. I took the shot or I know somebody who did. Well, then repent, get them to repent. It's not too late for God. It's not too late for God at any point to heal you and restore you, but you need to admit when you're wrong and you need to encourage these people. And you know what? We bind the spirit of offense that comes against you or them or talking about it or receiving it. We bind that spirit of offense and uh, silence and fear. And so, Lord God, we confess the sins of the many, many abortions, millions and millions, untold countless millions. And if an eye for an eye goes forward For every one that was killed, there will be one that will die. And that's millions and millions, Lord, over the face of the earth. So, Lord, we ask for now for mercy. I don't want to be a downer, but, Lord, we ask Jesus Christ, our faithful witness who sits at the right hand of the Father, for your testimony regarding this uh, case, this, this crime committed against us, against humanity, Against our humanity, Lord God, this crime Satan has committed against our humanity to destroy us. We didn't want to retain the image of God. We went after foolish things. We sought after the, the enticements of Satan, and now he's taking away our humanness. And if our humanness is gone, we cannot be saved. That is the last and the only thing we require our, that's required of us to be saved is that we be savable that we have our DNA, that we have our humanness. So, Father, Jesus, for your testimony, please bear witness to the truth of what has happened to us. And you do. You do already. You have. You know. And you said already ahead of time you're going to shorten the days or no flesh will be saved. And I don't think that just means endure and live through this, that, that we have to be live through the tribulation to be saved. No, it means we have to live through the tribulation, bearing and carrying... The truth and the revelation of Jesus Christ. So protect us, Lord God, and deal with this devil. I pray, Father. <coughs> excuse me, that the devil has pulled out all the stops. He's made his move. Maybe not his final move, obviously, because there's few more to go. But one of the grievous, most grievous assaults against the human race, civilization that's ever been known, to divide, divide and destroy us. Father God, now we're asking you to pull out your Plan. He made his move. Now you make your move to bring the great awakening, to bring the revival that we will not be lost, even in the midst of this huge battle for for lives, for DNA, for souls, for destinations, for for, for destinies. Father God, intervene, intervene. I know <clears throat> you were moved when you saw what was happening to the children of Israel when they were locked up in Egypt for four hundred years. It reached the throne. I'm sure you knew it all along, but it says it that way. And now I pray that this will reach your throne and you will act incredibly according to your authority, your divinity, your divine nature, your goodness, your mercy to make a way of escape, prepare, protect, deliver, heal your people because you are not going to just let the devil have this thing. Because it's yours and you have the final words. So I pray, oh God, that right now people will cry out for mercy and that you will remove the blood guilt. Remove Satan's claims that he can lay claim to our bodies, our blood, our uteruses, our our sterility, our, our fertility, I should say. That you will throw his claim out of court and that your people will become pure, holy and sanctified, set apart completely to you. And no more compromising, double-mindedness, church games, playing whatever we do, playing pious. Stop it. And, Father, we ask that the court would rule to lock up our enemy. We know that he will be locked up and destroyed. But we also petition for those innocent who know nothing among us, who are even now being vaccinated. Oh, my God. Because of the wicked deceptions of the evil one, that these innocent ones will be protected. You protect as you will, Father God, and we give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we ask for the court to restore unto us everything that's been stolen because you are a just God, a righteous God, that our life, our joy, our peace, favor with you the power and authority that you've given us. You said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, that that will be restored and activated in us, that we will not be afraid, that we will know that we are loved. We must know that we are loved in order to survive this holocaust of fear this pandemic of fear we must know oh god that you are good you do not abandon us and we give you praise we also ask that the blood of jesus christ which was shed on our behalf will cover us and make atonement for any other blood that was shed or sacrificed knowingly or unknowingly by us or by our loved ones to somehow gain an advantage or sustain our life or protect us when it was all foolish. And so God, we ask you now to forgive us that justice will be restored. That truth will be restored. And we know that you are coming back. So Lord God, I pray that this message will be heard seriously. We will repent and we will be sustained and we will be, and we will rejoice and be restored for the joy of the Lord is our strength and i thank you lord you are faithful you are beautiful you are good you hear us and that you have received our prayer and i pray o oh god that this prayer and this understanding will be disseminated throughout the earth so that people will know this is the retribution of satan and the blood guilt is his demonic justice not yours so father help us now and restore us Use us and come quickly. In Jesus' name, we ask these things, Father. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location?